Hello, I'm Bhakti Patel, and on today's podcast segment, I will be talking about the peculiar language situation of Singapore. I hope you enjoy learning about it as much as I did, and please share your interesting thoughts on the matter. I would really appreciate it. So, Singapore. I'm sure we've all heard of this country, but did you know that Singapore is home to four official languages and over 20 other languages? And the most bizarre part is that most of these languages are not even native to the land of Singapore. So why is it this way? Well, to start off with, Singapore is a small nation, a city-state located in maritime Southeast Asia. The history of this place is quite complicated and riddled with multiple settlements, conquests, and colonization, making Singapore now the home to Austronesian, Indo-European, Dravidian, and Sino-Tibetan language families. This makes few of the largest language families in one small city-state. Settled by Raja Sangmil Uttama, the Kingdom of Singapore first became home to the Malay Hindu Buddhist civilization with an extremely heavy Indian influence. Then known as Temasek, over the time, in later centuries, it was conquered by the Majapahit or the Thai Ayutthaya Kingdom. In its older history, Singapore remained under heavy influence from the Indosphere and saw many migrations from the southern parts of India and Southeast Asia as it had become a trading hub of the region. It was thus that Singapore became a home to many Indo-European, Dravidian, and Austronesian languages. Singapore had truly become one of the most diverse places in the region, be it language or people-wise. In the later 17th century, the city-state fell to the Dutch invasion and later came under the British Empire. For a long time, it was governed by the British Empire under British India. And since British India at the time consisted of what is now India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, and Myanmar, Singapore saw waves of migration from those places, adding to its linguistic diversity. Additionally, English became a frequently spoken language and used language in the region due to colonization. Later on, when the British Empire receded its control over the place, Singapore was handed over to Malaysia as a part of the merger, and hence, Singapore became an official state of Malaysia for a while. During this era, Singapore saw a rise in Malay speakers in Singapore, and the Malay culture eventually ended up shaping Singapore to be what it is today. It is, in fact, the reason why Malay is considered to be the de facto national language of Singapore. Though in the later 20th century, Malaysia decided to let go of Singapore, it is still home to one of the largest Malay-speaking populations. Though that explains the way Singapore became home to such diverse groups of languages, let's take a look at the current language situation in Singapore. Basa Malay remains to be a national language of Singapore, while English, Tamil, Malay, and Mandarin are used as official languages. It is interesting to know that while these languages are also spoken in other countries, Singapore has its own localized version of these languages. The Mandarin taught and spoken in Singapore is referred to as Singaporean Mandarin, and while English is used there, the people use what is known as Singlish or Creole English instead of American or British English, as many countries do. Recent years have seen a rise in more governmental approaches to use standardized English instead, leading to a rise in English speakers and a slight decline in Singlish speakers. 
In the past years, the government held a ban on the use of other Chinese di dialects, hoping to make the population speak a version of Mandarin that was as close to the standard Beijing Mandarin spoken in China as possible. Though this ban has been lifted, the effect has been irreversible. As a result, only an insignificant percent of the population now use other Chinese dialects as their language. Though Thamer is one of the official languages and also taught in schools, the students are allowed to be taught from plethora of other Indian languages. The country, in recent years, has seen rise in other languages such as Punjabi, Gujarati, and Hindi making its waves. Hence, the language situation of Singapore is constantly adapting and changing. However, currently, these three languages, Bahasa Malay, Mandarin, and Thamer, currently represent the largest ethnic groups in the country. Who knows, in the near future, we may even see more languages being accepted as official languages. As truly stated, Singapore is a diverse land of languages and cultures as these languages on a day-to-day -day basis are intertwined so beautifully with each other that it becomes hard to distinguish that these are separate languages and not native to the land. I don't think I've seen a land accept non-native languages as warmly and beautifully as I've seen Singapore accept their official languages. However, questions regarding standardized versions of these languages have arisen lately. The government of Singapore has been contemplating pushing even more harshly for a standardized version of English rather than the widely used English to preserve Singapore's image as a global financial and economic hub. There has even been a decline in Tamil speakers over the years from 20% to around 13%. The government is struggling to revive Chinese dialects in the region due to the consequences of their past policies. Though diverse in its own rights, the country faces preservation issues over these languages that it had, had held dear over its history. And that brings me to a question. Well, what exactly is a standardized version of a language? Singapore has taken languages from parts of the world and evolved its own versions of it. But now, in the process of standardizing those languages to its place of origins, it is losing that uniqueness that had Singapore apart from those countries. And that is it for our segment today. Let me know if there was something interesting that you guys learned about the situation of language in Singapore. If you have any questions, feel free to drop them. I look forward to hearing your thoughts. I consent to this uh, podcast being uploaded on the website 